Will sounds gun. Take your sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape! We've Scott, we're Liam, with Paul. Hello. 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 It's been a long evening. The thing is, the night is still young, isn't it? It feels like a long evening. Yeah. We've recorded two episodes already. This is episode three. Listeners have remarked that an episode three sounds a little bit different to an episode one. That's usually not as clear. <laughs> Coherent, <laughs> educated. I'd be interested to know what the listeners... Who they think is the more clearer person in episode three? <laughs> he mm. says this, enunciating each word. Yeah. He means enunciating. Enunciating. I'm like, okay, dickhead. It'd be me, I'm not. We, we haven't had a good <laughs> <enunciating. laughs> that's, that's more like it, yeah. Scott just tried to not laugh. He went, his cheeks went as if they carry on. <laughs> so, yeah, enunciating, as mm. I do, unlike mm. Paul. We've played Movie Roulette now for two episodes. Thrown up two surprises. I yep. think it's quite safe to say. Yeah. Um, one surprising, not as good as we thought it might be, and one that Paul liked a lot more than we thought he would. Yeah, and that is the surprise one. Not the surprise that we ch- I chose the film when we watched it, mm. just the pure fact that Paul liked it. Because yeah. he's... Uh, Paul with films is like Paul with food. Very fussy. Usually, Paul with chicken. Are you happy with this movie right? roulette thing, Paul? Let's just just make sure that you. Not often you, you because obviously you're. Ask have, me next time we record. Yeah, you're going to have to review a, an Akira Kurosawa film coming up. See if you say no. It is one of the most widely regarded films, you know, highly regarded films of the 20th century by one of the the greatest. Directors of all time, seen by some people. Obviously, probably not by Paul, as we will find out, Liam. But I can't believe you don't know anything about him. You must have seen... Well... <laughs> I take it you haven't seen The Seven Samurai or... I think I might have, actually. I can't imagine you, you seeing through a three-hour black-and-white Japanese movie. I might have seen bits of it. You're fully aware of The Magnificent Seven. I knew Magnificent Seven. All of them? You knew them? All of them? Yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah. Name them. Uh, That's a no. question. <laughs> Perhaps the newer version. Johnny, Jennifer. <laughs> the secret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Secret. Enid Blyton. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Yeah. Newer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> are you a bit... Well, you're not going to be trepidatious about looking at a, a movie that you're not probably going to like. That's a great word, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, really yeah. it really is. I just got this feeling that you're going to watch about 20 minutes, half an hour of it and go, not oh, no. for me, not my tempo. You're going to go and, <laughs> and just back out. 
Of all the films we've watched, I have never not watched the entire thing. Okay. So okay. even if I watch an hour and then another half hour mm. and another half hour over three nights, I will watch Ooh, it all. Okay. That makes it worse for me, I think, when you screw yeah, up. Yeah, but sometimes you get to the limit and you think, I can't watch yeah, it anymore. it becomes it's... a chore, doesn't it? You know. Yeah. Be interesting. I think Throne of Brad, you said Throne of Brad. See, I'm speaking what? in Japanese. Throne of Brad. You said it was only about an hour and 40 minutes long. Uh, yeah. Throne of Blood. Throne of Brad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Throne of blood. <laughs> Throne of blood. I think that's like some chart top news, isn't it? From London. Throne of blood. No, I thought it was someone having a fit. Oh, he's thrown of blood. <laughs> Throne of blood. No, I'm saying it in Japanese. Hello. <laughs> I think, yes, yeah, an hour and 51 oh, minutes. Geez. Just shy of two hours. See, that's Take what... off the credits, you've got an hour and 50. That's, still too, that's that. still too long for Paul with a subtitled movie. Though. You look at an hour and 45 minutes. The... Um, let the right one in was two hours, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, okay. managed that one. This might surprise us. Then it might be something might that not. you like. It could be your new favourite director. Or... Yeah, it won't yeah, be. You don't not believe that. No, don't believe a word of it. So today, movie roulette threw up an actor, Christopher Plummer. Not probably an actor that anybody would instantly go to as a Hollywood superstar or a famous no, name as it, such. He's a well known English Canadian. Canadian. English stroke Canadian. <laughs> he had English parents. He's also not the most he's also I not, just made that up. He's also not the most well known plumber. <laughs> I'm sure he's Canadian. Mario is <laughs> That's what he's not English. <laughs> Paul I'm pretty sure he's Canadian mate. Just double he's check. A, I might he's be a Canadian right. actor. He's <laughs> uh, career space. He's of English heritage. <laughs> um, born in Ontario, there we go. Toronto, no, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Parents lived. No, I haven't. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's understandable. It's easily to mistake him for being English. I know what you're saying. Yeah, because he's Canadian. Because no, because of the roles he plays as well. It's a. It's, a lot of... Uh, did, did I say to mistake him for being Canadian then? What? No, what went? No, what? you carry on. Okay. Because the roles he plays. Yeah. Have English accents or... <laughs> it just comes across as... <laughs> well, it might be because he speaks both English and French. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Knew there was a reason. <laughs> That'd do um, you had 140 films to choose. And I knew about five of them. Because can you, can you most tell me the five? Because I, I can guarantee one's well, Sound of Music. The one I chose, Sound of Music. Um, Inside Man I'd heard of. Well. <laughs> That's true. That's Inside Man. Yeah. Inside Man. Uh, I, I didn't realise, otherwise I'd have probably chosen this one. Uh, he was in National Treasure. Which is Nicolas Cage. I hate that film, so wank. Why don't you like National Treasure, Lee? I was just pissed. It's Nicolas Cage, for fuck's sake. <laughs> like, it's a good Nick Cage movie, though, isn't it? Yeah, no. it's a sort of treasure hunt movie, isn't it? It's, it's interesting. Yeah, treasure hunt yeah, film like for... Annika Rice. For, yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Crystal Maze. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm struggling. I'm going through and through. I've never heard of any of these. It was in one of my favourite PC games, Star Trek Klingon Academy, but... <laughs> He was in a Star Trek movie, Star Trek he 5, wasn't was, he? He was, yeah. 
don't do Star Trek movies before Next Generation. Okay. You That's can very blinkered at you, I'd say. I hate Star Trek with Kirk in. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. is it just is it just William Shatner? You could have had the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus. Yeah. <laughs> it's easy for you, son. Was I just Never heard of it. Heath Ledger. That went it's the Terry died. Gilliam one. Yeah, yeah the one he Terry Gilliam one. Yeah. But yeah, 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 Colin Farrell, Johnny Depp and mm. Jude Law all filled in. Played the, the character, and, yeah. And one I really would have chosen had I seen it on there is Dragnet he was in with Tom Hanks and yeah. Dan Aykroyd. I see. The, the, probably the most famous role he played was The Sound of Music. Yes, and I wasn't going to choose that. You've seen it. You've seen Sound of Music. I've seen enough of it to know <laughs> that I don't want to watch the whole film. We could have done it in one, Paul. We could have done Dracula 2000. Oh, oh there we go. Yeah, yeah could have them all saved together. watching a film. Liam, are you sort of aware of Christopher Plummer's work and stuff only, he's done? Only by looking at the films that he's mm. done. I mean, like Malcolm X. Um, Was it Malcolm X? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Danny Collins, I remember seeing that. Mm. Let's have a look through now. There was a great um, Sherlock Holmes thing he did. Yes. The late seventies, so. Murder by Decree. It's probably... Hector in the Search of Happiness. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Inside Man. Yeah. He, he the got girl nominated. With the dragon tattoo. Yeah, he got nominated for an Oscar very recently as well. There was uh, two years ago where he's um... the exception. I can't remember what it was called. He was a, a Nazi concentration camp guard or something. I remember. Now I just can't think. Of yeah, and then he, in, and somebody catches him out. You know, one of the guys from Exception. the concentration camp. Is it? Is it that? No, I don't think it's that because that's set during the war, isn't it? During is it the war. During, during the war. Yeah. German soldier Stefan Brandt goes on a mission. No, no, it's set in modern times, and he was he oh. was a guard back in the war. Um, beginners. No, I don't think so. The last station. No. All the money in the world. Mm-hmm. <coughs> well, this film came out in 2016. Well, they're the ones he's been nominated at Oscars for. Nominated. Nominated. <laughs> Was that a cargo pass? Nominated. So, really, you haven't had any significant experience. experience of plumber. Yeah, you've not been plumbed before, Paul. <laughs> Pop. <laughs> I can't even say it. Popped. You've been popped and pumped. Wow. Oh dear. That's it. Look, you can make him cry now. He have to wipe his eyes in a minute. He's had a bloody long career. He's still acting now. But he is one of those actors that you know the name, you know the face. Yeah. But he's very rarely been in. Leading huge roles. movies and leading roles, apart from say Sound of Music, which is probably the the big one, and that was it. Yeah, I, I don't know much about him. I, I don't know yeah, this is what I'm saying. Like I said, I would never have. I can't tell who he is in a film, mm. but I've seen mm. lots of them films. This is what I'm saying. When he came out and Paul went, "Oh, it's 140 movies with Christopher Plummer." I thought, oh, yeah. we're going to get something instantly. You take out the Sound of Music and, and a couple of the other slightly big, big ones. Movies. Yeah, it's a load of stuff you've never heard of. Yeah, yeah. But interestingly, you've chose a movie that we don't see him in. But we hear him in. Ah. So, Paul's thinking outside the box. I also thought that I couldn't remember us doing an animation before. How about The Lion King? And Space Jam. And Grave of the Fireflies. I wasn't here for Space Jam. Grave of the Fireflies. I thankfully wasn't here for that one. What do you mean, thankfully, it wasn't there? We did The Lion King. It's a great film. We did The Lion King. It's good to do an animation because 
we started doing documentaries recently as well, yeah. didn't we? There's, there's certain genres of films that we don't ever look at. We always go, oh, well, let's do a thriller, let's do an action, let's do a drama, musical, whatever. Animation is is one that we tend to overlook, tend to skim over a wee bit. And, and this is a Pixar movie yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, in the last probably 10 years since they've done this movie, animations have flooded the market. Like There really is a lot of animations out there that just come and go, unless it's a really hyped up one, you just don't get They're forgettable, aren't they? Yeah. Is it because back in the old days when they made a cartoon, it would take three years to hand paint every single yeah. frame? Even with now. the early Pixar ones, and it was computer done, it was still very... Like a laborious process, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. There, there's thousands of people involved doing each having a different character or yeah. a different scene. Oh, it still is. It's just that you can do it on your iPad and your iPhone. Yeah. It's so much more <coughs> streamlined now, isn't yeah. it? You still have to draw every character and every movement. Yeah. And do like but the software's shots. there to make things a little bit yeah, easier than it was 10, 20 years ago. But yeah, I, I can't... I mean, other than the last few years, Moana... I can't think of many. I know you've got the like the more computer animated stuff. Well, they all are now, aren't they? The last Disney hand drawn thing was Princess and the Frog, wasn't it? Yeah, but they tend to now. It's just like they keep repeating the same fucking films. Like there's how many that Despicable Me, Despicable Me oh, Two, and, and that Minions. minions like, yeah, they'd start doing Enough. something. Which yeah. with that, it was like what Disney originally done. Instead of just keep doing something, you can still keep using the same drawings, the same images. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, because the software's there, it's programmed in, yeah. isn't it? So and a lot of them now go into blooming TV half hour shows on Nickelodeon and yeah. things but then like we had that. that. We had that with Disney anyway, didn't we? With like DuckTales and Yeah, Disney always had their that, that sort of thing. Like side projects as such. But with with the advent of like computer generated technology. I mean, I think it's fascinating. I'm not, I'm, I'm not slagging it at all. I think I'm quite a fan. You know, Toy mm. Story was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. considering when that came out as well. Exactly, yeah. it was early '90s, wasn't yeah. it? You know, yeah. and that was the start of it. And you, you sort of think, you know, when we, when we first saw that, it was like, oh, it doesn't look like a cartoon. Mm. It doesn't look like Snow White. It doesn't look like mm. Bambi or you know what we were used to. But We've soon become used to it, though, haven't we? Yeah, We've become yeah. adjusting now to. And it, it works, but what I don't like is. How they're now, like what they've done with Jungle Book, what they've done with Beauty and the Beast, and what they're doing with Aladdin. The live action remakes, yeah. 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 Appalling. Yeah. Jungle Book was shit. Beauty and the Beast is shit. Mm. And Aladdin looks disgusting. <laughs> the Will I, Smith thing. Yeah, I don't give a shit if they want to go, <laughs> yeah, but it's politically correct. We've now got Asian or whatever. I, that doesn't bother me. I don't care. You just don't need to remake. A Disney cartoon. Yeah. You look at when Snow White was originally came out, was it 30 something? It was the first yeah, one, wasn't 30, it? Yeah, 34, 36. Yeah. Something like and you that. think, and that was watched by me in the late 80s, early 90s. Loved it, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. why the fuck do you then need to change it? Because they've spoken about that as well. Why? Are they going to be dwarfs? That's what, I mean. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like, do, why do you need to do that? And I was speaking at work, and someone said then, oh, yeah, but for the kids nowadays. Well, Snow White wasn't made for the kid that I was born as. No. It's yeah. it was made in nineteen thirty something. So if I can love that as a kid, you sit down and you let the kids watch classic films. Yeah. Otherwise that would be saying then and this is what I said, it's like so okay, if you're fine with them taking every Disney cartoon and then making it a computer version or real life version now, 
then you need to then take every Charlie Chaplin film and make it a new modern film with a different actor. Take every yeah, Lauren if that's Hardy your attitude, is we're trying yeah. to educate the new generation. Yeah, then give them the originals. You I can't said, educate by. Well, I said to you guys, and, and Liam agreed with me on this when we spoke about Lauren Hardy. I showed Lauren Hardy films to my daughter when she was a kid, and mm. loved them. And you watched Lauren Hardy films, yeah. I think you said as well, because it is timeless. That mm. sort of thing is timeless. And if a kid was watching Bambi from 1940 or whatever it yeah. was, or Toy Story from 1991-92, it's a cartoon at the yeah. end of the day. It's kids' yeah. entertainment. You've got to keep it that way. You cannot keep... Again, I use the word bastardising, because it mm. is... You can especially like with Aladdin, I don't care. If somebody feels hurt that they didn't use authentic Arabian people for it, that's no one's problem. That's what Walt Disney done. They made that film. It was great. Will Smith, I love Will Smith. He's never going to touch what Robin Williams done. But then again, how can you how can you recreate what Robin what Robin, <laughs> what, what Robin Williams done? Because it was a cartoon character. It wasn't an ethnicity it wasn't no no it was uh, more I'm not worried about the ethnicity of it I'm more the fact that Robin Williams ad-libbed everything he had to do he made up so many of his so, lines yeah whereas like Will Smith and they have said us that they tried to follow a script as that oh uh, so, right you can't whereas if Will Smith if he was to make that film American like they've done yeah. like they've originally done with a cartoon yeah American voice or not Will Smith could probably have done that as a cartoon because yeah. he could just be himself see this like, is the thing with the genie I sort of see the genie as like how the hell, if they were to redo Pinocchio, how the hell do you do Jiminy Cricket? Yeah. Who do you get to play yeah. Jiminy Cricket? Would there be an uproar <clears throat> if Danny DeVito played it? Yeah. Because you know, he's short. You know? I just think yeah. you, you don't need to have anything. Like, because I know there was looking, I don't know, did they do The Lion King in the end? Oh, no, The Lion King comes out next year. Very, yeah. No, no, this year. A couple of weeks' time, yeah. It's yeah. Not, yeah not uh, again, it doesn't need doing. If you if yeah. someone can say, I don't want to watch a cartoon, I want to watch a real life, a real life fucking version. And well, they're not real life. It's all, C- it's all CGI yeah. anyway. It's and not real that's life. That's what makes me laugh. Somebody said to me, yeah, well, Beauty and the Beast looks brilliant now that they've made it in real life. I'm like, oh, the Whoa. talking fucking teapot? Yeah, the, 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 whole... the candle that moves around and starts singing in French? And the also, right, are they so desperate that there's so many writers and novels that have never been made into movies? Yeah. This is what we Surely, said. Surely, why no... do we keep re-churning out the same old shit because it was successful this is what yeah. we said before wasn't it there are no new ideas no, but at least what introduced... they've done with Moana mm. that was a new that was a story yeah. that but then that was out. that was a bit of controversy with that wasn't it about The Rock or something or because he wasn't Polynesian or, oh, or no, something no but his, was his father is he's is yeah but then somebody yeah. kicked up a sting about one of the actors or something in Moana yeah. that wasn't yeah. technically it will never end. If you were to dissect all this stuff, no. it would never end. So let people make up their own minds. We've got our own decisions. We know where yeah. we, we you know we stand and what we I'm like all for all. making any film you want. And if you want to suit every fucking agenda on earth, crack on, it'll be a boring If you want to suit every agenda yeah. on earth, you're never going to do it. No, but it I'd, I'd rather... But stop come remaking what was great. Yeah. Remake shit mm. films and make them better. <laughs> yeah. I'd, rather, yeah. I'd rather be educated yeah. on a book that I'm never likely to come across being mm. made into a movie. To give you the opportunity to watch yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And they, they can mm. easily do it and stop keep going for your, your Jack Reachers, which is all I keep seeing at the moment. It's like your Jack mm. Reacher. Who, who wrote that? You've done it once, yeah. twice, three, four times. Jack Ryan can get remade, didn't yes. he? Yes. And yeah. yeah, it's made into a series now and as well. See how many books are out there that could have been done? Mm. I mean, they took Nicholas Watts' notebook. Made that film, 
massive success. Mm. Then they played the, the, on oh, Hollywood. Gold, yeah. And then they kept going for the same yeah. books. Yes. So you could think, Stephen King left, managed to make so many fucking amazing films because his yeah. mind was, he's crazy. It still is. <laughs> but you could do so much with so many different books of all genres throughout history. Yeah. But yet you just see, oh, what's coming up next year? Disney are redoing this. Yeah. You're like, stop doing it. But then at the same time, you're talking about Stephen King and some of the stuff we've seen recently. The new adaptation of It was fantastic. There's a Pet Cemetery remake coming up yeah, that coming, looks yeah. really good. But so, I like the idea yeah. that, you know, if, if we've got the technology now that we can make it a bit more yeah. true to what the author envisioned, yeah. great. Because that's it. what they've done with it. Yeah. They made it yeah. two films like the book. They made they sent it for 30 years, yeah, yeah. whatever. But it's fine. I was happy with that. That was great for me. That's the thing. If you can um, go towards... It'd be no different than... I don't know. If you pick it up... Uh, like uh, even a comic book film when you turn around and say oh Superman didn't do that and then someone takes it and goes I'll make a proper one like that you can sometimes sit and go this is more how the comic intended and yeah. I like that like with Stephen King if it's like the books mm. brilliant and making a film that's already been made into a real life like real actors can work if you're just going to re-edit some of it because yeah. like I say better technology but you wouldn't that's like if they turn around and went, oh, Green Mile, let's, let's redo that because we have more now. You think mm-hmm. yeah. that was a film that was a huge success and yeah. will always be because it was it was based on mini stories, wasn't it? The Green yeah. Mile. There were 10, Novel, ten novella, little, yeah, it? ten yeah. little novellas, wasn't it, or whatever they yeah. call them, yeah. But yeah, I think things like that, it's, it's like if, when they try and do cult films, cult classics, mm. and they still, you're like, if there's not a need for it, if there's not a big demand. That's the thing, if it's, a, if it's a cult classic. It's because it's beloved by people yeah. because of what it is, and yeah. it's usually so. Why change it? Why tweak it? Why? In, a, in a sort of gritty or grimy way that suits that film, or the era that it was made yeah. in yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah, we had a conversation on Real Britannia, the other podcast that I do about Dan Busters, a couple of weeks ago, and there was talk about a remake of Dan Busters. No, no, ah, no. hang on a minute, hang on. And there was talk that Stephen Fry was going to do the screenplay, and they were going to get some big director to redirect it. And I'm thinking. Well, do you know what? If we could actually get a version that uses CGI technology and recreates, yeah. because we haven't got the Lancaster bombers flying there, there's only about three yeah. or four that are actually in service. I'm thinking, okay, it'd be great to actually see a more accurate version of what yeah, went on. I mean, Dunkirk. Exactly. This is what I'm thinking film. now because we've got this technology. I'm I'm all I'm all for that if it's done in a different way. I don't yeah. want to make a, a word-for-word remake of. The Dan yeah. Masters. Or I don't want them to Hollywoodize it. Or Hollywood, right? yeah. But I'd like them to use the technology that's available to say, right, we can now get this this plane flying, you can see it from the viewpoint yeah. of so-and-so. Get the so, better angles, can, get the better yeah. screenshots, or yeah. Yeah. instead of... Rather than the, the technology was available in 1950. Yeah. And also yeah. going from a, a black and white movie in the 50s, yeah. which wasn't that clear, yep. to something that shows up all the colours of the spectrum. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but as I say, just using what we've got available to us yeah. now. So not remaking movies for remake's sake because, yeah. oh, it was it was popular back then. Yeah. We yeah. might as well yeah. remake yeah. it. This the Mary Dude, Poppins thing that came yeah. out, yeah. Mary Poppins thing that came yeah. out at Christmas. Apparently it's quite good. Is it? Yeah, it, really well, it might yeah. well be. I'm, I may watch it. I'm not I too sure. I'm but not really interested in the follow-on. Yeah, yeah. From because it's, we we, nobody it's wanted to know what happened to her back up. in 1964, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. So I don't yeah. want to know now. It's, it's incredible the way that there are no but fresh I, ideas. I do agree with Liam in the fact that 
it was a cartoon, right? Mm. The reason it was a cartoon was because it brought in the audience's children as well as adults. Yeah. And why do we need to then make any cartoon into something real life? You look back, it's probably a bad example, but Flintstones, right? Oh, do you remember when that, yeah. It was a great cartoon from the 60s and 70s. They tried making that into a movie because they then had the technology to do it. Yeah. Atrocious. They made two of them. They yeah. were terrible. The second one was far, far worse than the yeah. first. Yeah, oh, the first one Las, was watchable. Was it Viva Las Vegas or something? Viva Rock Vegas. Rock Vegas, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, they were awful. Yeah. And just because you can doesn't mean you should. No. I'd hate to see a live-action remake of the movie we're going to talk about tonight. Yeah, you probably could do it with CGI. Liam? But why why would you? Just said, I'd hate to see a live-action remake of the movie we're going to watch tonight. Oh, they fucked that up massively. (laughs) Yeah. They would fucking ruin it. What a load of shit. Yeah. Yeah. But it's possible now, isn't it? It is possible, but it works as a cartoon. That would be like... Imagine if they then tried to reverse it and make a cartoon, cartoon version. version of Gremlins. It but wouldn't be as good because you it, wouldn't get that, that real would feel. Be, oh, that would be straight monster. to Nickelodeon, wouldn't it? It wouldn't be yeah, a kid's film. Yeah. Yeah. If you make Terminator a cartoon, it, mm. you couldn't translate yeah. it. Yeah. No. Shit, so why keep taking cartoons and making them real life? They can't yeah. translate that well. Some things have the perfect medium, don't yeah, they? Yeah, mm. you just couldn't. You wouldn't be able to do any of the films yeah. that are live as a cartoon so you shouldn't be doing it the other way because yeah. yeah. they don't work because the whole point of watching Jungle Book when um, no is it Khan? Uh, yeah, Shere Khan. Khan. Oh. When like, he's speaking you think it's a cartoon yeah. there's, there's no limit yeah. to what a cartoon yeah. can do. Exactly. When you go oh look there's real animals that can talk oh there's uh, there's a real orangutan that can talk you up. To me, that's a bit creepy as yeah. well. Yeah. It yes. makes it it's just not... so... And it's not live action because it's all CGI. You've, yeah. you've seen the trailer of The Lion King, yeah. the, new, the yeah. remake. Yeah. And to me, that is just like, all right, they've recreated shot for shot for for the guys that grew up, probably your age, yeah. Liam, I'm not, not saying this detrimental. Yeah. But for your age, when you eight. saw that and you loved that, that actual cartoon version, and you see that and you think, it's not right. No, no. I, I would never watch any. I watched one of the live action of Jungle Book, and uh, on Netflix they've got. Beauty I enjoyed. The Beast. I enjoyed it, but it, it didn't sit right with me. Yeah, they, yeah. they just feel to me fraudulent. I'm like, it's like you're trying to make money for something that you, you just keep remastering. Just keep put out on Blu-ray and you know limited even, edition cartoon yeah. version. Do you know even what it was as well with that version as well. As much as we all love Bill Murray, yeah. Wasn't right for Baloo. It, no, it just wasn't. I, I've not seen it because I, I've no oh, yeah, interest yeah, in right. seeing it. But Baloo is it's Phil Harris. It's bare necessities. Yeah. It's you know that sort of thing. You can't change something. And yes, I know there's actors and actresses that voice them that are no longer part of the world anymore. But you doesn't as soon as you get anyone else to play them, yeah. it just doesn't. Again, nothing to do with race ethnicity. But listening to Will Smith, who I adore. He is no genie because Robin Williams was so out of the box yeah. that how he done his genie yeah. is what I saw. But what it's done, it's made for this generation. Yeah. And I feel that's what we're doing, though, with films. Is Why is it everything that has but, to be adapted to yeah, this generation? Why not just have a a re-release at the cinema of this is some what of these saying. classics this rather than... Saying. Because if my generation was still cartoons the exact same way that they was in your generation... 
and way before both your generations, yep. then why does this generation need their own fandangled fancy pants version? Exactly. This is what I'm saying. When my daughter was very, very young, she was watching a Lauren Hardy cartoon from 19... Uh, Lauren Hardy live-action film from yeah. 1930. Yeah. And enjoying it and laughing it along with me. Yeah. Because that was timeless. She watched Pinocchio. She watched Bambi. And then... 60, yeah. 70 years old Bambi by this point. was you know. the first film I remember seeing at the cinema. Mm-hmm. At Sheerness Cinema, which is no longer there, hasn't been for years, yeah. when I was about five or six years old, which is still 1975, 76, were, which is still 40 years on from when it was released. Then, no, if you were to show that to a three, four, five-year-old kid it. now, yeah. they'd fucking Yeah, and they'd probably still. cry as well. So yeah. why, if, if Bambi ever gets remade as a CGI oh, live-action no. thing? No. If you look, my niece will sit and watch cartoons. She'll watch yeah. her Peppa Pig, which is a it, cartoon. It's, and a very poorly drawn cartoon. It, yes. But they yeah. love it because it's the colours yeah. and the noises. They don't go... They, little kids don't watch... I didn't go to see The Lion King because I wanted to see how amazing it could be. I was a seven or eight. Yeah, you weren't critically assessing yeah. it. No, I literally was like, <laughs> oh, I line lions. Cup. They're my yeah. favourite animals. So my mum took me and my sister, and I remember I cried when Mufasa died. It, it literally broke my heart. I was a little kid, but I loved it because I've always loved lions. I don't care about how that film was made, or, but when they remake it, I will not even appreciate who put any effort into it. Yeah. I love Seth Rogen, but I don't care if he's going to be Pumbaa. It's, <laughs> you weren't the original, don't do it. You, you're not, it's just stupid. It's like if they remake anything, you, it shouldn't be done. You That's wouldn't a, remake a stand-up and be a different comedian doing yeah. the same jokes as Richard Pryor. Yeah. Because why are you oh, doing God, it? Oh, no, God, no. Don't just, do what someone else has already done. Yeah. Make a complete, if you want to make a live lion type, type of film, mm-hmm. where lions, fine. Don't call it the Lion King. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Or, or even do it as a follow-on, like 40 years down the line when two of the lions have died and it's a great-grandson or something. <laughs> but don't do it as a word-for-word remake, because that's what they're doing, isn't it? Yeah. it it's basically identical, Ooh. just... It's shot for shot in certain yeah. places as well. Is it Beauty and the Beast was yeah. shot, shot for shot, shot. when they done it? Lion yeah. King with the whole holding yeah. up Simba yeah. is exactly, yeah. even the details in the cloud are exact same as the car. There you go. You're like, you've just What's used the your point? computer to what make is the exactly point? Just be, it. Just like you said, just because we can doesn't mean to say we have yeah. to. Yeah. There's no imagination into it. Let's hope, as we say, they don't remake the movie we're going to talk about now. Paul, it's your, well, as I say, it's your choice, but you were thrust upon this. No. Well, as I looked through the filmography of mm-hmm. Christopher Plummer, uh, this one stood out because I, I do like it. And so we haven't done many animations, and yep. not for a long time. Yep. Um, it is the film Up. Back after this. Good afternoon. Are you in need of any assistance today, sir? No. I could help you cross the street. No. I could help you cross your yard? No. I could help you cross your... No. Ow. All his life, Carl Fredrickson dreamed of adventure. Today, his adventure is finally taking off.
let me in? No. that dog just say hi there? Oh, yes. I have just met you, and I love you. Can we keep him, please, please, please? No. But it's a talking dog! Whoa, what is that? Get him! They're coming! Russell, give me your hand! Does anyone know where they are? Disney Pixar's Up. Boop, beep, 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 boop, boop. With my Wilderness Explorer GPS, we'll never be lost. Oops. Up, released on the 9th of October 2009. Not even 10 years old. Oops. Yeah, I was old then. <laughs> <laughs> Paul wasn't even a kid when this came out. Uh, directed by Pete Doctor Bob Peterson, it's a Pixar. Is it a Pixar movie? Yes, it is, isn't Pixar, it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, starring the voices of Ed Asner, John Ratzenberger. There's the famous yes. Pixar voices that are still easy in almost every one. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Plummer, of course. Delroy Lindo. He was the, the dog. He was one of the dogs. He's the, he's he's a cop in Ransom, the Mel Gibson. Movie, oh right, yeah. A couple yeah. of other movies. Um, Synopsis very briefly. 78-year-old Carl Friedrichsen travels to Paradise Falls in his home equipped with balloons, inadvertently taking in a young stowaway. Is that what they call it? <laughs> oh, no, it's giving him an alibi. <laughs> Let's go out and buy some balloons. Let's be honest from this from the start, it is a fucking great movie, really. Oh, it really is. Oh, yeah. it's and it's quite deep. It's got such a great story to it. The, the the way it goes into the story, the first 15 minutes of it. Right. Let's, let's get this out of the way now yeah. before we even go into the first 15 minutes. Long-term listeners are sort of fully aware that for several months, the Stinking Paws team has been one man down. Mm-hmm. It's probably about a year almost. It's got, yeah, it's got Apart from the 100th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, young Charlie found a host of the podcast. He's been missing, presumed dead, for all we know. Um, no, just under the thumb. He's probably a fate worse than death, actually, <laughs> if you think about it, because he's gone and got himself a bird. He's definitely MIA. Yeah. Um, but there's always been this long-standing joke amongst us that Charlie looks like young Mister Friedrichson. Yep. <laughs> And probably what he's going to look like when he's older. He's well, I'm just thinking, isn't it remarkable that the young Mr. Friedrichson looks like Charlie and old Mr. Friedrichson looks like me? Yeah. <laughs> it's really bizarre. Charlie used the picture of the young to, kid, yeah. didn't yeah. he, as his avatar on Facebook yeah. or Twitter yeah. Yeah. for a while. But if anyone really wants to know what Charlie looks like now, just Google image, I don't know, Hayley Joel Osment as an adult. He looks like him. Or the, the guy that played 
Roland in Grange Hill. Oh, wow. <laughs> Roland. Right, look at that old version of him. There's Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Gee. <laughs> For all we know, we don't know where Charlie is. We, we haven't seen or heard from Charlie since my birthday, but no, even sure. before that, it was quite sporadic. And Charlie, we do love you wherever you are. You know, please get in contact. But talking about room with Brie Larson, you know, for all we know, he could be held captive somewhere in the shed. It could be with that garden. person named Shamir McGum. <laughs> Charlie, if you want to come back to the UK, fuck off. <laughs> We're not letting you. The first 15 minutes of this is, is something magical. It, it's, it's For a Disney film, like, like Disney Pixar, I know, but... Mm. For them having things like Snow White being poisoned uh, and Mufasa dying, it's the bit, and I said this before earlier, that we both actually forgot about it. His wife has a miscarriage. Oh, I forgot that as well. Yeah. And you see that and you think... How adult is that? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I mean. It's yeah. so, that's so real. Yeah. Because, yeah. yes, you can watch and say, oh, someone got poisoned, someone... But when you actually think, wow, she they never got the chance to have kids because... She had a miscarriage, and yeah. mm. they then want you just start to think of like, fuck that that man was genuinely alone. They they wanted mm. to live, they wanted to have a life, and just you could literally have ended that as a short movie. Oh god, yeah, that would have been yeah, that could have yeah. broken people's hearts and made them think. Yeah. And you don't think of it until people will make if you say to anybody, "Oh, we're watching up," they do go, "Oh, the house with the balloons," and you're like, yeah. but, but then there are yeah. a lot of people that go. Oh, that first 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Because someone at work the other day said, I turned it off after the first 20 minutes because I couldn't watch it anymore. Because they thought that's what yeah. it was going to be through. Yeah. I think it's the most perfect bit of animation, like 15 minutes of yeah. any cartoon. Silent. Yeah, mm. because there's no words yeah. as well, is it? Because I, I was watching it and I was thinking... Does the main character speak in it? I couldn't remember. Because he doesn't speak no. for the whole 15, that's 20 segment, minutes. Yeah. But that's why, because she was so energetic that she yeah. says, oh, you don't speak much. I like that. Bye. <laughs> was, so it, All the way through. Yeah. Even up to the point that she dies. Yeah. But that's the thing, though. Anybody knows. Like I think of like my nanny and granddad. When there was like, my nan spoke a lot. My granddad, very rarely. <laughs> yeah. And if he did, he'd be like, yeah, Jim was saying that you're like, man, let him speak. <laughs> and that's that sort of thing. And I think that, and it shows because a lot of old couples, it would be the guy would just, he'd do what he had to do, he'd do all the bits, yeah. odd jobs around the house. The woman could be the natterer and yeah. you get on with it. accepted it because yeah. you loved them for that. Anything for a quiet wife. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what, it's genuinely, it's beautiful. Mm. This This yeah. film is in its entirety, an amazing film. And it was the bit about the fund to go travelling in Venezuela. Yeah. And the fact that they were building it up and then the tyre burst on the car and then tree fell into the house. And it was just like, it it is true to life. You you save because you've got that goal. You're never going to get there. Everything falls in your way to stop you doing it. It just rolls along, doesn't it? It's, mm. as, as Liam said, there's there's not even any dialogue. You think, well, where's this going to go after this first fifteen yeah. minutes? Because we've we've just been gut punched. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> the only other thing I could think of, I thought of you, Liam, when I watched this, because Lion King, as you said earlier, is one of your favourite. Yeah. 
not necessarily animation, but one of your favourite movies of all time. Mm. And I thought, well, I can imagine Liam getting really upset at the death of Mufasa. Yeah, quite a When we reviewed <laughs> Grave of the Fireflies, that was yeah, that gets me as well. heart-wrenching, yeah. you know. And so I'm washing up, which is a bit more light-hearted, you know, the way it's presented. <laughs> if you was washing, washing up. up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I watched the film. Watch up. I was watching. He was crying up. whilst washing up. <laughs> I've had this fish for so long. Barbie doesn't need me. I love my cat. So Scott was washing up. I've got some. I got really upset. I've had these marigolds for years. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Scott, it genuinely did. Your, your cockney made it sound like you was washing up. Us more eloquent people say watching I was, up. I was watching up during the war. <laughs> <laughs> and where was I? Fuck. At home? <laughs> At the sink. Bless him, he's, uh, he's got confused. Where was I watching it? <laughs> But no, similar to you, Liam, with, with The Lion King or, or Grave of the Fireflies, yeah. you get this massive gut punch that is even more realistic because, as you say, there's a miscarriage yeah. in a yeah. kid's movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not graphically portrayed, thank God, but it's there. You know what's happened. Yeah. And I just think it is so realistic. And even to the point when he finally buys the tickets to Venezuela... And they go back to their hill, their spot where yeah. they have the picnic she's and she out. can't make she it and ends up in hospital. And, and even later, when you see those tickets still stuck on yep. the mantelpiece, mm. every single element is set up. We've said this before about really careful planning of movies and script writing. Everything is all set up. The pictures, yep. the photos... The tickets, the grape soda bag uh, mm. she made, which yeah, still comes life. into play yeah. an the, hour and a half book later. Of the adventure, now that yeah. we're going to have to talk about that because that is a really important part, isn't it? Is because like, what are we going to do? This is our adventures that we're going to get yeah. involved in. And to him, they're blank pages. She's yeah. dead, yeah. yeah, and he never looks at those pages until I, I really didn't get that until this viewing this mm. time. Very adult cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. It's, I, um, I think when you look back at those most Disney films, they weren't aimed at kids. They were just aimed at people. They're aimed at families, yeah. Yes. And yeah. there's bits like most cartoons in general, actually, to be fair. They have bits that only a parent or an adult would understand. That kid might go, oh, what's wrong? Yeah. But a parent will, will know what that feels, or an adult will go, oh, shit, and... And it genuinely is so... I find it amazing that a cartoon... I don't know why I find it amazing. I cry when I watch fucking Warship Down. But <laughs> I haven't watched it since. But it's that a cartoon can hit you. Whether you just feel it for a second or yeah. feel it... If a cartoon can do that... This is what I've always said, especially since Grave of the Fireflies. Mm. Oh, I yeah. hate Grave of the Fireflies and I hate Charlie for showing me that movie. <laughs> because I always thought I was safe. Watching a cartoon. Yeah, because you, you, you can't feel, get isn't? hurt from a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. You fucking can. Massively. Yeah. yeah. And that's the deceptive part how with Up that it makes you feel everything that you that you should feel. Yeah. Even like when he finally gets to look at the book and finally chooses to, 
Mm. And he says, now it's time for another, but for you to have your own adventure. But she's always, she's laid yeah. out over the yeah. years for him. And he's like, like never noticed it. He yeah. finally yeah. sees that and the difference in him, it's like, it's finally hit him. That it's yeah. okay now, it's, she, she, you're always going to have her, but you should keep on. She, it's, it's done now, keep on. Yeah, I'm not Don't here give now. Up. I'm not no. here, you just crack on with it. And how he, how he changes, just, just open the door to the dog. Yeah. And it's like, I'm your master. He's like, oh yeah, yeah you are. And like, I love you. And it's that you immediately have this kind of like relief, that sort of like, oh, like you just want to hug him. You're like, that's a fucking, someone drew that on an iPad for fuck's sake, but you just want to hug the old man. It's like, yes, he, he can, he, for the final few years of his life, he's going to be happy. Mm. And not only is he going to be happy, he's... Mm inadvertently inherited a grandson as such because yeah. the yeah. little kid ain't got a dad. Yeah. And we never do discover what happened to the dad though. Well his dad just his, uh, his dad's obviously ran away because with Phyllis, the other woman. Because he says Phyllis answers the phone. He's like, oh, we should call your mum Phyllis and he's like, Phyllis isn't my mum. Ah uh, right. I didn't yeah. pick up on yeah. that actually. Um, but then when he's like getting yeah. his little new badge, his mum's there with the it, dog. It was a bit at the end when they're counting the blue and red cars. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... That's what I mean, that they picked on the bits that, like I said, it's the boring things that made him happy. So, yeah. Cole's been like, that's what we can do. We can... Why not? He, he's an old man. Was They've been on their adventure. Enjoy the little things. And that's what that Ellie was always like for him when they was married, about him doing the simple things. They both love to invent, go on adventures. It, it's, if you was, if this was a genuine... Genuine... Ugh. Genuine? I was going to say general or genuine... <laughs> Um, both words can work here. If that was uh, made, before up was made as cut, if you had made that to take away the blue part and just made that as a normal film, that would be breaking hearts and yeah, that would be a, a favorite of people around the world because of how much that could hurt someone, like deep down, make them feel. Have you seen Hunt for the Wilder People? Yeah, the New Zealand film. Yeah, yeah, fucking love that film. It reminded me of that. Oh, do you know what? Yeah. Yeah, think about it because it looks quite similar as well, um, doesn't it? Tahiti. No, no, I'm thinking um, Sam Neil. Sam Neil. Yeah, I love that film. Jurassic Park. Yeah, but it's it's a similar sort of thing, isn't it? Crotchy old man, and And he's like, "Fuck off!" Every time it's like, "Fucking hell, mate! I only want to help you out," and he ends up like, "I want to help this kid." Mm. And I think that that's always going to be a tale that works is that for no matter how many years to come, you can have a film where an old guy that just is heartbroken, he's got no life left, it's just he wants to see out the day's fine. Kid comes along, fuck off kid, I don't want... It's, it's, it's quite a common trope, isn't it, I yeah. think, over the history of Hollywood, isn't it, that we get that sort of thing. Paul, mm. you've seen this many times. I saw this probably originally with my daughter at the cinema. She would have been... Oh, right, okay. She would have been early, like 10 yeah. or 11 yeah. then. Seen it, I would have to say, all the way through, only about three or four times. Seen bits of it where it's been on telly and you've caught like half hour or so of it. But it's only when you watch it the whole way through. Just about to say, when you watched it previously, were you watching it just as a cartoon, just as a kid's film, just as something to watch with your daughter? See, originally when I watched it at the cinema, and you see it the whole way through, mm-hmm. it's like, it is 
heart-wrenching film. So funny at times. I mean, there's some brilliant writing in there. So what did you think this time around when you watched it as a... Yeah, as a project to watch for Do you know what? I almost didn't watch it because I had to watch the other two films. Yeah. I'd seen this one before. I knew quite a bit about it. And I was so glad I watched it again this morning. It because I I forgot a lot of it. There is a lot in this, isn't there? You do forget the first fifteen minutes. You know the his partner dies. I forgot about the miscarriage. I forgot mm. about how the, it nearly got to where they were going, but she died before the tickets could be given. Um, yeah, there's lots of little bits that I'd just forgotten about and didn't realise were in mm. there. Um, bits you instantly remember, like... Squirrel. Squirrel. Oh my <laughs> fucking god! That, that well, you say that. To, that's one. I, I say that quite often when when Liam says about having an attention disorder. I go, squirrel. That's very <laughs> fucking <laughs> mock someone with a disability. There. Yeah, it's only when you. Liam's retarded, I have to say squirrel. <laughs> um, but the bit where he says, "But it's a talking dog." Yeah, <laughs> so just. So, do you know what's the funny. most beautiful scene? It's the end when, uh, well, just before he graduates, like he's scouting things. Mm. The fact that the house had obviously fallen to the sky because the balloons were bursting, yeah. yeah, and it landed exactly where she drew it on the picture. Yeah, he says yeah. goodbye, and he says goodbye to her, and you don't think anything of it till it goes back. And once the clouds were cleared, it sat nicely on Paradise Falls next to the waterfall, yeah. which is where she drew it on her yeah. painting. Yeah, and you look at that, and it's like. She's now at the place that. Well, that's what he says. He says goodbye to her, yeah. doesn't he? Rather than the house. Yeah. yeah. And that there is things. Anybody is. I, I go by the fact that when my nan and grandma passed and we have to sell the house, it's like, you know what? It's not the house, it's them. It's yeah. the house that you have memories in. Yeah. yeah. But it's the people that gave you the memories. And as you look at that, you think, he's always got her. She's always going to be with him. The house doesn't matter. It's yeah. once you can tell myself oh, goodbye to her. That's play maker. Isn't it weird that we're talking about a cartoon as if it's not a kids' movie? I we're talking about this in, in more an adult there is so than we much, did about the last two movies. So much in that film that wasn't for kids that kids won't realise until they rewatch it as an adult. And I, yeah, I, but true, I do also yeah. think that with every cartoon by Disney they're on yeah. so many different levels every single they? one are, are made so that a kid can watch it because they're all bright colours so that gets you sensory yeah. y- the noises it, it's the, got, the laugh, so it's got the funny animals the yeah. young yeah. kid in it but yeah, the it's... stories have never ever been for kids mm. I cannot think of one Disney film yeah. that's yeah. ever actually been written for a child to watch well a lot of Disney films especially the early ones were grim fairy tales yeah. and most Grim fairy tales had a horrendous ending yeah. and well, vicious and Disney violent ending. Disney adapted them to make yeah. them a little bit yeah. softer, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. it's like anything. You go back. You, how many parents? And not that I am one, but my mum used to sing to me. Then I did nursery rhymes. 
Yeah. Name me a happy one that isn't about something no. going wrong no. or something painful. Isn't or it Ring of Roses? Yeah, it's about, about the plague. It's supposed to be about the <laughs> plague, yeah. You've got um, Humpty Dumpty, he's about a cannon yeah. falling off the wall. That was, it was up. a yeah. cannon, yeah. yeah. The, the, the London yeah. Bridge is falling down. It was all yeah. about the fire of London yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah it's, 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 this old man is well enough. It's about a fucking drunk. <laughs> I was looking up years ago about like, yeah. nursery rhymes and majority of them are about horrendous things about yeah. yeah. but yet they were sung to kids because they rhymed yeah. mm. you, nobody you don't realise until you actually analyse it that Disney I mean I know there was a lot of talk about how Walt Disney himself was because he was a Nazi, no. Nazi wasn't he yeah. but it's, you, you don't realise how everything that was written or taken and rewritten had an adult story but was designed for yeah. kids to look at and it's not that other thing that's why the cartoons will always be better is that they were designed for kids to love, but for adults to get. So you yeah. could grow with that story. You could really watch it as an adult and go, this is my favourite Disney film. To your kids, and watch it and go, I want never even say to your partner, yeah. you realise this part was in there. <laughs> Whereas you do the live live version now, yeah. you're still going to be, oh, this isn't like when I was a kid. Because there's not going to be no adult no, connotation yeah. there. I say, we, we were saying earlier, you could remake up now with the CGI and have yeah. the floating house and whatever and have the jungle that they're in and yeah. and it'd make an okay film. Yeah. But it wouldn't get across the I don't the, think the, the first fifteen minutes would get no. across, would it? The way that because it's a cartoon and it, it, yeah. as we said it gut yeah. punched you because it was a cartoon. Yeah. yeah. The the way that no live action movie But if you were an actual woman, like not I thought you were speaking to me then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah may have you may have. One day. An one. actual woman rather <laughs> than a blow up one. If you'd made that like a real life film and the woman had a miscarriage, you'd get a lot of females that would be like, oh no, that's like yeah. You make it a cartoon because people don't ever think that cartoon could, like, cartoons shouldn't ever get hurt. Yeah, they shouldn't feel. Yeah. It's the least thing you're yeah. expecting. Yeah, you name least, another yeah. animation anywhere that touches on that subject. No. It's and if you think of anything that can be remade, I actually started to watch the remake of Walks It Down because people got Netflix. I watched the first uh, one and a half, I yeah. think, of that. Yeah, oh, absolute yeah. shit. Yeah. Because uh, they tried too hard to make it like they look like real rabbits. Like, yeah. The a... reason it upset me was one, the song uh, by Art <laughs> But two, because they were cartoons and how the animation drawn on the faces of yeah. being upset, it's that's what people identify it to. Like, or when you're emotional, no one could go, this is exactly what I look like when I'm crying. Because it could be an ugly cry. But when you see a an old man with the feels because his fucking missus is gone and he thinks there's nothing else to... That is upsetting because you, you automatically think of like an elderly person, your grandparent. You would never want to see your granddad crying. It's like, fuck yeah. Even to the point where her funeral, it appeared to be just him, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And and that was sad in itself. It's like they've grown up so entwined in each other that there's when nobody they, else in yeah, their life. Yeah. I mean, I think though that funeral bit was it might have been after the funeral. After the funeral. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But even as well that when you see the house itself, when it first starts, it's in this countryside. Yeah. You know, yeah, the environment, right. you know, he's, he's, you they know, built the house from scratch pretty much. The, yeah, yeah, pretty much, and it's like nineteen thirties or where it might be. And it's not until he opens the door 10, 15, 20 minutes into the film and they've got all this industrial Skyscrapers, stuff going on. And, yeah. and, you think, 
and they're being pressured to sell it. And that actually yeah. happens, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, Christ, yeah. You look around New York now mm. and you will see the odd little 150-year-old yeah. house still stuck amongst the skyscrapers yeah. because someone has been stubborn yeah. and not sold. Yeah. And they're fucking extortionate to buy it. Yeah. Because the they, they don't want to knock them down ever again. So they, start, they sell for millions in New mm. York because it's like historical. It's yeah. like yeah. fucking all. Among, amongst Pixar films, how does this rate for you? Because I know Toy Story is probably going to be up there for most of us. I, mm, see, Toy Story, if they'd stopped at one, right, and you, all you had to Bank compare to film, was yeah, that yeah. first Toy Story, I think they'd be on a similar plane. Mm-hmm. I think because it's been diluted slightly, I'm not saying the Toy Story 2 and 3 weren't good, no, no, no. but because Up hasn't had any sequels Sequel, or whatever, yeah. I, I personally, I prefer Up to... That's nice. Nice, good comment. Fair comment, yeah. Liam's got a lot of Pixar I know Liam loves Toy Story. He's got a lot of Pixar favourites, mate, so... This Toy Story will always be a better film, um, purely because it's, it, it's... It didn't need to be anything else, and it carried on, and... In Toy Story 3, when the toys were genuinely thought they were going to die. Mm, that, and they all hold hands. That got a lot of that people, that did. Yeah. It made a perfect trilogy. Yeah. About the three films. Um, but they're making a I know they're making yeah, a that's just for fucking but, money reasons. But again, because that is a cartoon based on toys. Mm. Yeah. So you can keep going because it's based on yeah. toys. It's, it's marketing. You, it's yeah. Monetary, you could yeah. ever make another up afterwards or a sequel. Because he would be dead. Yeah. And then he'd be the little boy. And then you couldn't follow anything with that because he would be in modern times. I think if they tried to make one from up, it would just be for financial purposes. Mm. It wouldn't be to say, well, because we've got this great story to follow it up with. With Toy Story, I think, because when it came out in the early 90s, it done something where people were still drawing cartoons and just actually publishing them as a cartoon. Yeah. The Toy Story just was like, we're trying this and it it wasn't like we're going to try it and it might fail it was we're going to make this a success and yeah I think with Toy Story they waited enough time between them two followed quite quickly but three was a good two few went years straight, two went straight to video yeah. did it? yep I loved two two went straight to video but it was so good yeah. Obviously, people forget that yeah. fact. You know? Yeah, because obviously, free, they waited quite a few years yeah. and, and got the right story before yeah. they yeah. came out of it. Yeah, because, they, because the whole purpose is Andy growing up throughout it. Yeah. I think that's the thing as well that people would forget. Is it's just like when I said about Space Jam, that you have to remember people's ages when they watched it. Yeah. When the Toy Story first came out, I was still a little kid. I used to wish my toys spoke. I always used to pretend before I was saw Toy Story that when I went to bed my toys would get up and they'd talk and I'd leave them on the floor purposely because I thought then they could still fight and wrestling me my Ninja Turtles would do and my mum always used to my mum would still vouch me I always used to say mum I leave my toys because then they can play they can fight and seeing Toy Story and then growing up for it it's the same as I say about American Pie that got released when I was 15 yeah. in my last year of school so I grew up with how that film made. Yeah, you it's, grew up, you progressed with it. Yeah, yeah. so Toy Story, yeah. we're playing with toys to then eventually you don't no longer need them. So you just chuck them in boxes and mm. you then they get put in a loft. And then when it comes to moving, I don't ever need them anymore. I can chuck them out. Yeah. That, for me, Toy Story was all of that. 
Where, sure, where are them toys now? Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's like you think. Me and Paul, it was the John Hughes movies. You know, we said about this when we done the John Hughes season mm. last year. We were the right age. As, as things were happening in the John yeah. Hughes movies, 15, we were living 16, yeah, yeah. That, that life yeah. to a certain degree. <laughs> Not yeah. exactly right, but, you know. Um, with regard to Christopher Plummer, who was the, the main reason this this movie was brought up, and he played the baddie. He played the baddie, and that's it, isn't it? Um, is, is there anything we need to say? I don't get how he lived so long. Yeah, because yeah, well, he, what's was, the time, he should what's have the time scale. Here? He, he should have been older than Muntz, the main character. Well, well, he's Muntz, Muntz. Yeah, he's Muntz. Oh, he's sorry, Muntz. Uh, Friedrichson. Yeah. Friedrichson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he should have been 10, 20 years old. Twenty than years. Old. He should be more than yeah. yeah. He should yeah. Be Twenty to thirty years older. Yeah. He was an explorer. So he's got to be like ninety years old. Yeah, he yeah. would have had to because I'm sure he didn't. Um, Carl say he's like, isn't he seventy six or seventy seven? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the guy should be dead. He's been living <laughs> yeah. in a cave off <laughs> the exact I, same I fucking did, balloon he's been living off. I did like, like oh. the way they they animated him, and it did look a bit like Christopher Plummer, didn't it? Well, this thing is almost yeah. like it's, motion capture yeah. And he was a, obviously a great inventor whilst he was there because he, he made still dogs keeps doing the dog talk. collars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, the bit that got me the cone of shame. I still say that. Yeah, we do. Yeah. If, um, our, my boss's dog um, often comes in with a cone of shame. Where <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's just, uh, it, it's been translated into real life now, yeah. hasn't it? I don't know if that was the first time the cone of shame was used. No, I don't but, think it was, but we still use it. Yeah, yeah. So it's always been cone of shame. Yeah. But um, yeah, just the where the voice goes on the main Doberman Pincher. It's a high squeaky thing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So cool. It's just, like we say, the, there's so many levels to this film, as yeah. any Pixar the, the The kids will laugh at the high voice or the talking dog yeah. or at the bird sort of tapping people on the head yeah. or whatever. And then the adults will not only laugh at that, but find the empathy in the other situations the real the, life sort yeah of it. how do you think kids would have reacted to that first 15 like, we keep going back to this how do, how do you think i, I think they'd have realized the relationship came to an end because she died but i don't know what happened. i don't no. think they'd have picked up on the miscarriage so i'm thinking like as these kids grow up and how old is this film now 10 years, 10 old? years yeah. so the kids that would have seen this are now 15 16 give another 10 years 15 years. Yes, that's like getting it. And they're going yeah. to show that to their kids. Yeah, and then I'll be then, sitting there in again, tears going, yeah. oh shit, I never like, saw this. Oh my God. So there's it's loads like, that, like we say about the Doberman Pinsel with his high-pitched voice, mm. it's because people hate their dogs because they've always been told as vicious dogs. Yeah. yeah. So they gave it a high-pitched voice so people didn't go, typical horrible dog. Yeah. And that's the thing, yeah. that they made the bulldog to be dumb. Yeah. They've they yeah. done that because too many people in real life, we'll say about certain dogs don't like them because they're vicious, don't like... So they've given a... Because they are. Doberman Princess were always the guard dog that you didn't want to fuck around with. The thing is, a Doberman was a 70s dog, wasn't it? I'm so scared of them because as a kid, someone down the road had one and I walked past it, went to stroke it and it went to fucking bite my arm off. That's just you, Paul. Yeah. Yeah. I had two dogs. But because (laughs) of that one dog, I hate that breed. Yeah. And it's not right, but that's the way my mind was programmed. I had a, a female one called Gina and a male one called Basher. 
Absolutely lovely dogs they were. Mm. Used to uh, Jean used to sit in armchairs the uh, how to come on Edge of the Street. But then it's like people that hate Rottweilers. Every single Rottweiler I know is soppy, soppy as shit and friendly as anything. Big dogs are. It's just that a lot of people don't realise some kids have ever been bit by a dog. It's because they have to turn around. And the one thing you hear a lot is, I hope, like you just said, I always have my arm bit off. Yeah. It's because people do not understand until you're older, because no one ever tells you this, yeah. is that when you go to stroke a dog, you shouldn't go to stroke a dog. Yeah. Because people often go, oh, hello, and immediately the dog thinks, oh, there's a hand. Yeah. Boom. And But no one ever tells you when you're a kid, yeah. don't stroke the dog, let the dog stroke you first, and then yeah. you go, oh, hello. Yeah. Because I've done it. As a kid, it's like, oh, look at this dog. Fuck, mother, put my hand up for Oh, unless it's checking for blood. Yeah, yeah, like that. Oh my God, a black man's better for blood. He has a laceration to his head. Them Dublin pictures were intelligent. <laughs> but it's the things like that that in this film, people wouldn't see why. It's like, it's, it's like Shrek says, there's, un, it's like people like, and films are like onions. There's layers. <laughs> there's lots of layers. Because it is, you just don't, you can go from every bit of the miscarriage, I, the I, death. I think the, they're really clever that they've set out a movie that you could, take your kid to as a five-year-old and watch it as a five-year-old level mm. and then when you're an adult 30, 40 years later you're seeing the adult side of things mm. you think how intelligent are Disney as a company you say well, to people know, you say to anybody are oh, Disney it's like oh, kids films and me that's what people say kids yeah. films because you don't want to name like Dwayne Johnson's Two Fairy because that was actually shit yeah. but for the cinema to see that of course you would <laughs> with my daughter obviously yeah what they've done, they've laid the groundwork for a movie that's going to survive for 30, 40 yeah. years because... You kind of wonder, are them still, are them Disney writers still, are the original, not the, the original, mm. but any part of the original writing still there? Because surely they wouldn't be sitting there going, yeah, remake what we wrote years ago, what my granddad wrote years ago in this state. Because it feels like Disney are now going... Do you know what? We don't know what to do. Yeah, like we said, there's no original ideas anymore. Mm. But then when you look at when you look at up, which was only ten years ago, yeah. fuck me, that was original. Yeah. And Moana, the, Moana, as Moana you was. said, um, even Lilo and Stitch. You yeah. know, yeah, Lilo and Stitch was. It was the last of the you know the hand drawn animation yeah. stuff. And it is it's, it's very sad that people don't want to see that stuff and what. I feel sometimes, and I've said this before, is that in the way that a lot of people act, today's, as I put it, today's 50-year-olds are actually 40-something-year-olds. Today's 40 or 30s. And that, because mm-hmm. when I was a kid, anyone that was a 20-year-old, you would have thought, oh, they're oh, 30s. They're old. Yeah. yeah. And people in their 50s were like 60. Yeah. But now it goes back. Yeah. But yeah, it's like it's now starting to, it's like, where is it now? Because why on earth the fuck are we educated? Not educated. Why are we bowing down to going, yeah, yeah. No, kids don't want to see cartoons anymore. They want they want to see a real life film. Yeah, well, then well, fucking go, let, make a new film and let them watch that. Yeah. If you want them to see Beauty and the Beast, it was made the way it was. So fucking watch it. You're not going to go back and I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to say to someone, do you know what? I love this Charlie Chaplin with Greg Taylor. Watch yeah. it. But actually, no, no, fuck it. We'll remake it and have uh, I don't know. Tom Hiddleston can play Charlie Chaplin now. Because <laughs> yeah. you just you're gonna get a shit version of a film. Don't do it. If you want to see what made it a great film, what made it a classic or a cult, 
watch how it was intended to be and, watched. You don't need to change it. And to be honest, right, cartoons in the way Disney originally made them, they don't date. Mm. It's not, CGI is not going to make that cartoon any better. No, exactly. No, but they're, they're fairy tales. Be, yeah. Even the fairy tales are 300 years yeah. old at this point. Yeah. Anyway, I, aren't they? So. Just slightly sideways. Tom and Jerry, right, the original Tom and Jerry that you watched and yeah. loved as you grown up. Have you ever seen the more modern Tom and Jerry? Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, you see the, the ones in the 70s. In the 60s or whatever it was. Yeah, they yeah. made Tom and Jerry movies, whatever, and the animation was more modern, and it wasn't as good. No, it, it, it didn't, didn't work. It didn't feel right. No. So these films that have been animated at their period of time, whether it be in the 30s and 40s or whether it be Pixar in the 90s, 2000s, yeah. that's what it should be left as. Yeah. That that's what made it a good film. You, you you don't mess with a masterpiece. Yeah, I, I, I still think kids should go back and look at Snow White, Pinocchio. Yeah, definitely. Why these films yeah. were made? But I think Up might be timeless. Yeah, that's a big statement. I know that, but no, no, I, I, think, I, I think from what we've been well, saying today, that because it, it encapsulates feelings that are gonna. Get to an adult. It, I don't think get... it will be timeless. Okay, go. because um, purely because of how shit the generation is now, <laughs> yeah. in how wanky and precious they are, and hashtag stay woke they are, because <clears throat> we grew up with films that would last a lifetime. Yeah. Because no matter what, you you'd remember a certain afternoon of your childhood from watching it. Mm. There's so much saturation in shit films yeah. that a kid can go, and, and I. Uh, for an adult, Netflix and Prime are great mm. because you can watch films from years ago. Yeah. But for a kid, it's bullshit because you can sit there and go, I'm going to watch Up on Prime. Brilliant, i watch mm. it. Afterwards, I'm going to watch... And you start to forget these certain films because there's so many films, so many... It's Wolves of Women. Um, there's so many that kids can watch. So Up... But you can ask a kid that saw it, if they was 10 when they watched up in 2009, mm. ask them now, chances are they go, oh yeah, I remember that. Then it's not going to be, yeah, there'll be yeah, times yeah. for us now looking at it. There's, there's too much access now yeah, to... we watched it as adults. Many, many. So we films. saw what it was like, but you're not That's going to... That's the other thing, isn't it? Like, as Paul just said there, we never had the opportunity to watch yeah. a movie. You either no, I mean. saw it at a cinema. You yeah. bought it on, it might be on you, TV. And, you bought it on yeah. VHS and if you, you watched lucky, it many, many that. times. Yeah. Whereas now you have instant access. You'll yeah. watch a film once and you might not go back to it ever again or it's in 10 years' time. films and music are being destroyed by decade generation now because yeah. you shouldn't have that. And yes, I buy fuckloads of music. I listen to it until it's fucking dead and I still listen to it again Yeah, because I love and live for music. Yeah. You, you used to buy an album uh, yeah. and you would play it no, no, to I'll, death. And the thing that does bug me and has always pissed me off and this isn't a diggy by the way but it's people that download it all for free because you can just go I watch this, I watch that, I watch that or music. Yeah. Like when I was a kid I'd download one song illegally and I'd go fuck it then I'd buy the whole album. Yeah. And no one does that anymore because now for example with iTunes or what pisses me off is um, Spotify. You can pay a month and you can get as many songs as you fucking like. Yep. You're not helping an artist at all. They've done a job to give you music that can change your life and you're being a cunt to them. Someone spends fuck loads of time on a film and kids can sit there and people aren't going to appreciate what Up has done 
for many people, you could sit and watch up now at any point in our lives as three single men and go, why are we still, we can change. We can make our new adventures now. That's a cartoon yeah. that can help you see. Is a kid in twenty? Yeah, I don't think dropping us is a problem. <laughs> that was so fucking Pixar. literally <laughs> so Pixar. That, that was moment. literally like we were sitting in a broadcasting room trying to listen to commentators it on the screen while we're talking. Really, was not going to make any difference at all. No. But fuck you, Dad. Man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I included it in um, Holy Grail last time because I couldn't fucking go yeah. out. But that's why I say that I, I wish, to me, it would be a timeless film. And to us three, I think it would be a timeless film. To kids, there's far too much saturation you know of a child's mind. Do you know what, to us, I think the bit that would be timeless would be the first 15 minutes. Yeah. I'm, I'm not worried about the other Aaron 15 yeah. or whatever it is. Um, kids, just not just little kids, but probably more... 10 upwards they don't need to care anymore because <clears throat> social media and everything means you don't need to you can you can watch up when I was a little kid you watch a film like Lion King yeah. I was going to school telling friends I was in Lion yeah, King that yeah, it made me would. cry and it's who the fuck how often now I mean I go to work after watching Captain Marvel and I'll speak to one or two people as a little kid I spoke to everyone like, oh, I saw this I did kids now even after watching Captain yeah. Marvel I didn't see no kids coming out there going, oh, wow, with their hands like she did. Mm. I come out watching Save the Last Dance when I was 16, dancing in chat. Well, that's what just a, you, Liam, isn't it? Well, I was also with six people who was all doing it. But <laughs> you says. don't see kids coming out of the cinema now acting like they've just seen an no, amazing film. No, you, you're talking about, mind. you know, Star Wars movies when we were kids, you know, mm. we all done that with the lightsabers and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, we're still doing that now, hopefully, mm. you know, thankfully. But... Yeah, I can see what you mean. It's again, I, I, it's the access accessibility. I'll say it right. Um, that they've got so many movies, not just animations, but movies in general. Yeah, I mean, to choose general. from. But then they, they watch don't watch all of them all the way through. No, but they don't. Boom, boom, yeah. But they don't so appreciate the, lost it. the greats. Yeah, they'll make something great that really shouldn't be. Mm. <laughs> Find a kid and put them on. Netflix or Prime, give them a list of films, starting with the oldest, just go back to fucking... They're not going to watch them, right? No, no. Go, go back to Frankenstein or Dracula or Charlie Chaplin stuff. A silent one or one that's like talking... They might appreciate some sort of Lauren Hardy or Charlie Chaplin to a certain but degree, the, but... Not not asking them, not saying that they have to watch it. Yeah. If you put a list from the earliest all the way down to the most oh, recent, you see which ones they actually yeah. go, I'll look at. Because a lot of times, kids will go, black and white, not watching it. Yeah, they won't. Like, Why? No colour doesn't take away well, what the actors well, talk about. Well, you've openly admitted that until recently that black and white movies you uh, strayed away from until you said you, you've watched Charlie Chaplin films and you now appreciate yeah. the fact that... I've it, always watched Charlie Chaplin films. Yeah, but you don't, you've said that you didn't particularly want to watch black and white films. Yeah, given the choice, it would be second. Uh, and I'm the same. Even though when I grew up, but why? What's what's why is black and white? I so... I just I just want a film to show me and describe to me true life, and that's not black and white to me. It might be to you because you're colourblind. No, it... but... <laughs> <laughs> to me it's more that my age is a big factor. Surely yeah. the story 
is there. It yeah, but if it's black and white. Okay. But if some, as Liam said, if someone gave you an opportunity of watching a black and white film or two or three colours, I, I'm going to choose the colours. Yeah, I can see that. And that's uh, mine's purely my age. Yeah, because I, I have to look at that. I, I grew up at a point where. That there was no black and white. Made I was going to say it's very white. rare that any black and white media would yeah. be available to you. With me and Paul, we, we still had oh, Harold Christ. Lloyd and, was, and Charlie Chaplin on the TV well, and stuff like that, didn't had we? Harold Lloyd and Buster Keaton. That was before my time. But then you're older than two years. But um, he makes it sound so fucking dramatic. Paul's forty nine this year, so it's pretty exactly, much a year yeah. between you. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. You're not. We'll get it. Yeah, we'll get it. Don't worry. That's why I will say that. When we first started the podcast and I was first came on it and saying, but how long has this been going now? Five. Six years in June. Jeez. Yeah, so I was like 27, 26. I would never have, I wouldn't have given a fuck for many of the films that we've watched, I wouldn't give yeah. a fuck for. When we first started, what was the, the most classicist movie you ever watched? For one classicist? Movie? Classicist. Movie. I think that's a word. Well, yeah, I mean, no. so I'm just, just trying to think of something. Most classic film. Yeah. Classic The biggest perhaps. movie you ever watched, you think, oh, this is the most famous classic movie I ever saw. Godfather. I don't know how to ask Would it have been Godfather? Like it wasn't Singing then, in the Rain, I know that. No. Um, but then I'd seen Casablanca, would I'd it seen have been... The Great Dictator when I was 16. And I've loved that ever since. See, I don't class The Great Dictator as like a classic Charlie that's I mean, Chaplin that's, movie. It's got a that's classic why, speech in it. That's why I wouldn't yeah. say about answering that question you said, because a classic to you is not a classic to me. My classic yeah. is a classic So, So for you, it's like... In this particular My movie. classic films are films that I hope everyone else doesn't appreciate as much as I do. Ooh. Yeah, That's I know what you I, mean. Do you know how I've said about the... <laughs> like, like I've said, up until recently when you saw that put on Twitter that I like for the Beatles of Stones, I despise both for years because everyone made such a big deal out of them. I hate Queen because the rest of the world makes such a big deal out of them. I like things that hit me and make me feel... And The Great Dictator, when I saw it at 16, I was like... That was a point in my life where I was feeling, uh, I didn't know what the fuck to do after I left school, I'd just been dumped, I was writing poetry myself, and it's the speech made for, fuck yeah, I can, films to me, are what make me feel about changing me, yeah. they're never, or escaping, which is why, and I said this today, and I still, the, the one thing I hate about anyone, and it's one thing I hate about Charlie, and I will use the word hate, is stop saying films are all rubber suits, they make me escape my life. Mm. Oh, God, to sit yeah. there and to act like a film is supposed to be oh well that's not when someone goes well that will never happen who gives a fuck my life that's is shit that's the whole point I want film. to watch the film yeah. it's go. doing stuff that you yeah and the great dictator that speech at have. the end the comedy was fucking brilliant and still on point now so oh. to me the classic that that's yeah all these all these with the great dictator is to me it's not the classic Charlie Chaplin mm. movie and I'm thinking fucking well played for you for picking that as your favourite that, that was, classic movie but and same as the crow for me, we've all got movies. We've all got. I've always I, said I, it's, like, it's like music, isn't it? We, yeah. It's very personal. To I mean, I saw but, To Kill a Mockingbird when I was fourteen, and I saw um, It's a Wonderful Life when I was fourteen. Yeah, and both of them two are still like some of yeah. my favourite films. See, this I, 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 I saw that. This, this is why I love Liam. This one. I I love <laughs> Lord of the Flies. I think that is such a provoking or evoking movie mm. it's such a great story yeah um, I don't know if Liam's ever seen it or read the book mm. um, I've seen it I agree, but, um, but 
But on the flip side, some like it hot. Your favourite comedy? Yes. Yeah, it, it's just yeah. such a beautifully shot, oh, sort of innocent sort of movie. It's, it's why I always find it strange, like in, and I've said this to my brother before, but nobody has the same favourite film. And if you find that person, how the fuck did you find them? Because mm. if somebody sits there and comes up to you, Scott, and whichever one you pick your favourite film of that day. Oh, uh, yeah, because he yeah. gets right. And someone goes, mine too. You immediately start going, is it? Are you just saying Are you saying yeah. exactly? Yeah. <laughs> because you just, your favourite film, so much your favourite song or anything, yeah. could be the worst film ever fucking made, but yeah. to you, it, it, it evoked thought. It might be your favourite film, but then you've got to say, why is it your favourite yeah. film? Yeah, and if you don't have that answer, yeah. and for me, any film that is worth watching, which is why I find it hard to when people say, watch this TV show. I'm like, I don't want to watch TV shows that are shit because they don't evoke thought for me. Mm. Like, I, I won't, and many, many fucking people disagree with me. Pretty much the same like a few that actually agree. I can't stand Game of Thrones. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I've done three episodes, four episodes. Yeah. Paul, have I, you ever... I'm, I'm with Liam. Mm. I, the idea there's of There's so much hype behind it, I just don't want to watch the it. The idea of it is something that I should like, being a fucking... As a kid growing up loving comics and the geek shit and stuff. Mm. But it doesn't make me feel... Now, I watched... The OC is still one of my favourite TV shows ever. Yeah. I was a teenager. Yeah, I, I was a little skatey kid. And my dream was to live in California. So that hit me. Sons of Anarchy. I've always loved that whole... If it doesn't make you feel... Why do you... Insi- why would you watch it? And I think that's why sometimes... Like you like Mildred Pierce. It's like, the reason I didn't... Because there's nothing about the film that made me feel. So yeah. all I could do was slag it off. Because nothing got me thinking. Nothing got yeah. me going... Oh, and the film's obviously great. It fucking... Oh, the, there's elements in the film that I associate with and I love. Uh, exactly. I, I love the ending. Uh, see? <laughs> yeah, he ruins everything. <laughs> he ruins good moment. At his own funeral, we'll fucking do something messed up. Oh, mate. Fall out of his coffin. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm alive. Leave his teeth on top. <laughs> yeah. But for me, that's why I love as many random films, as many random movies yeah. as I do, because... If I can't feel, then there's no point in me doing something. So, are we in agreement that if we're going to do this movie roulette thing from now on, if I give you a subject or whatever the answer may be, yeah. I I think we should we should do it continuously, but mm-hmm. every now and again, just chuck in a like whether it be a, an anniversary. Oh yeah, of we'll someone, still do something. We'll, yeah. we'll still go in and say right, yeah. we're gonna. Well, I think if. Like, yeah, for still... example, still always do the roulette, always, because it opens your eyes to different things yes. that you then may have them feelings for yeah. because you've never thought of trying it because you've never heard of them. Mm-hmm. But I think if there's something that, I don't know, if we're talking about something one episode and if you're sitting there and you, it starts evoking memories of To Kill a Mockingbird and you're like, I want to redo that. Yes. Something that which, makes you think... Which not, we have said we will card. do we'll give, we'll give you a joker. We'll give you a joker card. And you can <laughs> yeah. say, okay, Scott, you suggested yeah. that I want to do a 1960s movie that's blah, blah, blah. It doesn't fall into what you're telling me, but I really want to do this. Yeah, because there, there are times when you sit there and, and you just be thinking, we could be talking about anything, like we've done plenty of times. Yeah. And you start thinking a certain thing, like when we were talking five, six episodes ago about vampires and I was talking about yeah. let the right one in. And it just so fucking happened that it came yeah, up with yeah, the, the thing I want is I don't want you to react to whatever subject's given to you mm. and say, right, oh, yeah, I'll do that. 
look into yeah. it because this is the whole thing about getting out your wheelhouse and, and getting out of your comfort zone. Oh, so yeah. I've, I, I've I, heard of that director. I've heard of that actor. Yeah. I think it will broaden our horizons without necessarily going into films that we have to pick that we don't like. Yeah. I mean, even this one, Christopher Plummer, I've known him. I could have picked two or three films. Yeah picked a film thankfully that we all love and has provoked a, a really good conversation it has tonight, yeah. um so I, I think that's good but we still need to have that little escape clause for anniversaries or oh no we could do yeah that. we can do that as, as easter's coming up or christmas or halloween like we usually do <clears throat> for easter uh, we've, got, we've got to do it next time i was time, thinking yeah. what was that russell brand one the east was it Easter Bunny or whatever? <laughs> Hop. That was it. Hop. There we go. There's one for Easter. See? <laughs> anyway, we've got to get on to my roulette in a minute. So. I've actually got to break the film, mate. Yeah. So we haven't really spoke about Christopher Plummer in the last hour and a half. He, but... <laughs> he voiced a good baddie in this film. A good baddie? Is that a... Oxymoron? It, it works. You're a fucking moron. <laughs> Let's take a break and we'll be back with Movie Roulette. Uh, we'll I still rate the film. Still didn't rate the film, which he just said. Oh, fuck. Okay. I'm not as drunk as you did. We so, don't always fucking rate him anyway, do we? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're too drunk by this point. Yeah, to probably, probably. You just go, friend. <laughs> <laughs> This many squirrel. So, before we go on to what's next, how about we rate the film? How about you go first? Uh, <laughs> like, how about you go fuck yourself? Because I'm having brilliant. Oh, nice. I'm like, needing a film rating. If you actually just kept it and go, how about you go fuck yourself? I literally would have been like, boom, mic drop, end of podcast. There. That would have been fucking ace. You should have done that, Scott. That would have been fucking amazing. And then just go straight on to what we're watching next time. That would be fucking brilliant. That would have just shut Paul up and I'd be like, yes! <laughs> Boom. Um, I would say probably an eight on this. Definitely one I'll watch again whenever I come across it on yeah. TV. And I think when my daughter eventually has grandkids, it's one I'll I'll show them, I'll sit with them and watch. Yeah. I'm going to go with an eight as well because I think it works on all different levels. Yeah. Mm. It is. It's, it's, it's the, the youngest of children can enjoy it and the oldest of it's, adults can enjoy it. It's frightening how much it appeals to an adult yeah. for a cartoon. That's yeah. the thing. You could show it to any, uh, any uh, you could take it to an old people's home. And chances yeah. are, yeah, they'll sit, cry. They would yeah. get upset because they've lost it's, people. It's, they would know. Yeah. It's what frightening, like. isn't it? That a cartoon is encapsulated in fifteen minutes. It's not even a full movie yeah. in that first fifteen minutes, and you're like, "Fuck me! Why has that affected me more than yeah. most other uh, movies that I've ever watched in my life?" Yeah, and you start Honestly, to feel yeah, a bit shocked. You'll, you'll sit there and go, "I've watched films where people have died, and you're like, and I've just carried on." But this, yeah. And we're not even reviewing the whole movie. We're talking yeah, about the first 15, 15 minutes. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
because of that, no, fuck it, I'm, I'm, I'm going 10, fuck it. <laughs> I was, I was 10, for the first, 10 for the first 15 minutes, 9 for the rest of it. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was going 9 in total. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I totally appreciate that. Mm. It was, um, it's, it's such a thought-provoking movie that shouldn't be because it's a cartoon. Yeah. Or should it be because people perceive it just because it's a cartoon? Yeah, mm. that's it, yeah. So Liam, you're going nine, nine, yep, straight down the road. Right, okay. Let's take a break, and it's Paul's turn for movie roulette. And now preview time. When it comes to entertainment, you can't beat a good film. So let's take a look at what's coming your way. It's movie roulette time. It sounded like you are going to touch us. <laughs> Again. <laughs> it's movie roulette. See, we need a real jingle for this. Yeah, we need a real ginger. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've got real ginger. That yeah, was I've even got ginger white. <laughs> See how they treat me. We've got to make this more exciting, more vibrant, more exciting for Paul that's going to porn. spin the wheel. Not yeah. Paul, Can I choose Paul. porn? <laughs> there is, actually, oh, there oh. Is, they are films! There is, there, is, there is an adult thriller, there's an adult comedy. There's oh, fucking yeah. hope I get an adult comedy. <laughs> I'm fucking unpicking porn. The trouble is, we'll only review the first mate, five minutes. Oh, mate, <laughs> mate I, I go when the guy goes. <laughs> I'm not holding it because I quickly, but I still can't really go. Fucking Paul, you ready to spin the wheel? Yes. Do it. Say it like you mean it, Paul. <laughs> yes. You spin yes. The wheel? Definitely. Yeah, yeah, brother. One, two, eight. Yeah, one, one, two, two three, four. <laughs> like, All right, Scott. If you're going to count to five hundred, sorry. We'll go. <laughs> Come back in now, so 500. <laughs> <laughs> oh Where were we at? What was the number? One, two, one, eight. Two, eight. <laughs> right. Paul. Oh, shit. Who is that? This is really not going to be something for you, I'm sure. Okay. Can I use my Please do not <laughs> give me an answer now. Okay. We are talking somebody that was a star in the 30s or the 40s, possibly. Liam's looking on his phone now. Mm -hmm. I need you to select a film starring Mm -hmm. Edmund O'Brien. Who the fuck (laughs) is Edmund (laughs) O'Brien? Well, I'm not going to lie, you're not going to know any of these films. No, so I need you to go through these films. You're not going to know none. You, you honestly... I Paul, do not recognise his photo. You're not going to know none of them, Paul. I'm telling you. You are not going to have a clue. Wow, this is going to be a good one. Considering he died before Liam was born. <laughs> did he? When did he die? 85. Oh, oh depends what fucking month, mate. No, we're, we're talking oh, classic, yes, we're talking classic era actor here, so... It's going to happen. It's when you happen. say classic era actor... We're talking golden era of Hollywood. Yeah, films, yeah, whose classic era is that? It's not my fucking classic era. No, it's <laughs> not, which is why you're playing the game. You're so aggressive. Oh. Yeah, look, right, Hunchback of Notre Dame. 
Go with it. Ringoire. Just eat about it. But go with that. Paul, please go with that. What, The Hunchback of Notre Dame? Because that's why Charles Law is probably the most famous film he's Is that an read. animation? No, he's no, not. not. <laughs> fucking Christ. Huh? Huh? I was hoping. Even I fucking knew that. Oh. The wow. Bows. The Bows. Ooh. I would have with that. Evan O'Brien was just like golden near of Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Nice. Right. Don't choose now. No, right. I won't. Because I need to find out who the right. fuck he is. Right. Liam Paul. <laughs> Liam Paul. Scott. <laughs> Liam Perry. <laughs> That's it for tonight. We'll be back in a few weeks' time. Cheers, guys. Thanks for being there. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye bye. Bye. Bye bye. Bye 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 bye. Bye. The management of this theater suggests that for the greater entertainment of your friends who have not yet seen the picture, you will not divulge to anyone the secret of the ending. Master arms, that infernal jamboree is worse than two cats on a fence. You dudes get lost now, you hear? Good night, ladies. When you feel down, try positive thinking That's what I told the man said Don't wear a frown, try positive thinking Laugh at your troubles instead You've got to look on the bright side On hope so much depends With your confidence sinking Positive thinking helps you on the way, my friend. When things look black, try positive thinking. Treat every season as spring. No glancing back, try positive thinking. Trust what tomorrow may bring. This crazy world that we live in will keep on spinning round. But with good, strong, positive thinking, We'll get together and life won't let us down. Shut up, you ugly bitch. Oh, shut up, we enjoy it.